Hi friends, welcome back to the My Brief Brain Podcast. I'm your host, Cami Lutz, and thank you for joining me on this journey towards creating an awareness and acceptance towards mental health and wellness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I have not recorded in two weeks, as those of you who typically listen to my episodes know. I have been kind of updating you guys on Instagram, and so many things have happened. I feel like even though things are slowing down, like with the pandemic, I feel like there's also so many things happening at the same time because life like doesn't slow down, I guess. I don't know. But as you all know, um, it's kind of just been a stressful time as we are all experiencing our first holiday season within this pandemic. And it's been kind of an eye opener for sure. Um, I know that I've kind of been struggling a little bit more recently. I have um, kind of been more open to things on my Instagram, which is at my Brave Brain podcast. And I'm also trying to post like more workouts and some fun stuff like that on there. If you guys want to go check that out. Um, I love kind of being in touch with people and being able to communicate with people and be open about struggles that I experience. And I've always just been like a pretty open person about going through things, not... um, to just like share but also because it is I hope like that you guys know that it is like difficult for me to open up about some things that I'm really really insecure about for example I recently like posted I I think yesterday about my skin and problems that I've been having with getting my skin clear and just self-esteem and confidence issues it's been very difficult for me to deal with and embarrassing and so um, I the reason why I want to share that is that in case anybody else who's going through that um, like sees it they know that they're not alone and they're not the only one going through it because it is hard like feeling like you've passed that phase in your life but or that everybody else has and um, being like almost 22 and still dealing with like acne and stuff it's really difficult sometimes and so Um, if you are going through that also right now, please know that you're not by yourself. You're not alone. And if it's really getting worse, reach out to get professional help. That's what I ended up doing. Um, I've actually been seeing a dermatologist for a pretty long time. And so I just reached back out to get, um, like even more help because it just was not getting better. And it's, um, I'm now on antibiotics. And so just kind of been dealing with that and some other things also, and just trying to mentally put myself back. Um, and I also just want to remind you guys to please take care of yourself. And if you start to notice like some mood changes or just anything going on to always just be and I know it's easier said than done because I even let my let the slip past me um and like we're all gonna have mental breakdowns and hard times um but just know that you know to take note of when things start to happen so that you can take care of yourself um like I probably should have scheduled like a therapy session sooner or something like that and so just be mindful and be aware of um yourself and your mood especially with what I'm talking about in today's episode, which is um, seasonal affective disorder, or as a lot of people like know of it as seasonal depression. Um, So just, you know, it's a reminder to be in touch with yourself and know what you need. And sometimes I know we don't know what we need because it can be really frustrating. Like, why am I still upset? If I know this makes me feel better, why isn't it fixing my problems? Trust me, I've been there. I've dealt with that logic, but you also have to understand that mental illness works in its own way. And, um, it doesn't just go away. It's something that you constantly have to work at. And 
work every day to be the best version of yourself and also take care of yourself too because it's not easy and so give yourself some grace also um but yeah I've been kind of like working on pulling myself out of a little hole I kind of dug myself into um and so just trying to get back on track with like journaling and meditating and everything and I'll give you guys updates on that and the law of attraction if any of you are interested let me know I love um, watching videos and researching stuff about it and I see a lot of stuff about it and I see it in my life um, that's why I keep continue to talk about it is because it's something that I truly truly believe in and if you want me to talk more about it please let me know because I want like people to reach out if they're like can you talk about this or can you research this or whatnot because I want to be more in, in touch with you guys and I do appreciate everybody who has reached out and who continues to reach out to me and just wants to talk about things and I think it's awesome mental health does not always have to be like this negative thing. Um, I know that it's really difficult, but it's also something really beautiful. If you know how to um, learn more about it, you learn more about a person and just how strong of a person they are and and what they have had to go through and overcome. And it can make you respect some people a lot more than you may have before when you realize that everybody has their own problems and things that they go through in life. And I know this was like a super deep, way to start this episode but um I'm just oh I've always been really open on this podcast and just what I've been going through and so I always want to be open with you guys as well I'm also um currently kind of quarantining um so I have like another seven days and so I'll be like sharing stuff about that on my um Instagram page if you guys are interested in any of that and so that unfortunately does make it so that I can't record with one of my friends, but we'll, it's totally fine. Like we'll be able to do it eventually. I know you guys have, or a few of you have asked me like, who are you going to record with? Who are you going to bring on your podcast? And I am going to bring a few people on, I promise. (laughs) Um, And I need to finish the questions I have um, set up for them anyway. So it kind of works out in a way, but yeah, I kind of just wanted to make sure you guys knew that I am still doing that. It's not something that I'm looking past. I still have topics that I want to talk about. I still want to um, talk about, like nutrition and mental health and all that but you have to understand that it is hard when I'm not like a specialist in that or haven't taken a class on it because sometimes I talk about things that I've literally taken classes on in this podcast and so that's pretty cool um because I am a psych major and I'm about to graduate with my undergrad degree and then move on in life and I don't know exactly what path I want to take now in terms of grad school so anyways moving on to this episode and what's that about what it's about um I just like to give a little brief overview thingy in the beginning you guys know because this podcast overall is always going to be um you know I always want to at least help one person but it is truly like for me and my younger self um more than anything um she deserves it more than anyone so going back to this episode and just talking about seasonal affective disorder. I think that this is something that affects a lot more people than um, what we think. And more and more people are like, oh, like, yeah, I definitely noticed my mood shifting kind of when the seasons change. And it's really interesting. Um, And so if you didn't know, seasonal affective disorder or SAD, SAD, is like the or like abbreviation acronym, whatever for it. Um, It's a type of recurrent major depressive disorder or MDD. And it's affected obviously by the change in season. And for those of you who are like, well, how the heck does like the change in season do that? What 
um, causes that to happen? Well, if you look at daylight savings times, there's a lot less light um, that occurs during the day in like the fall and winter or, or colder months. And so what happens is um, that kind of messes with like the your internal clock or also known as kind of like your circadian rhythm. And typically where people see themselves being affected is just feeling more tired or they might feel, you know, like it might mess with their overall sleep schedule. People might feel hungrier and, um, you know, just overall like feeling fatigued. And so just like some symptoms of depression um, due to less sunlight and not just messing with like your internal, um, your like circadian rhythm. And this hits different people from diff- uh, like a range, you know, some people might notice a slight difference in like their mood and that's why um, they're like, oh yeah, I might experience that. But this hits some people really, really hard also. Um, and they can experience, you know, changes in their overall mood. Um, and just going back really quickly to like the overall criteria of it, it used to be its own kind of section or thing within the DSM. If you don't know, the DSM is the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Health Disorders, and that's like how we measure um, mental health disorders in the psych field. Um, and But however, like in the new, in the DSM-5, it's kind of a subtype of depression. And so it typically affects women more than it does men, and it's can affect up to 10% of the overall population, which is a pretty big amount of or a large amount of people. And I also have been like researching a little bit as I have been kind of, you know, planning this episode and everything. And I also just want to point out that it is not just winter and fall when this happens. Sometimes it also happens during the summer because again, we shift back. Um, we have, we experience daylight savings like twice, you know, like our, we change the time twice. And so, you know, some people just really do not handle that super well. And occasionally people dealing with, or some of the time people dealing with this in the winter time, um, one of the factors that kind of also goes into this experience, like within messing up the circadian rhythm also is just having like lower or like having a harder time regulating serotonin levels. And so in the winter months, they may have like, it's this whole neurological process that occurs that eventually leads to having lower levels of serotonin, which leads to depressive symptoms um, during the winter months. And additional, in addition to this, also having like an overproduction or an increased production of melatonin. And so it also plays a role into that. And so those two mixed together um, affect the way that our internal working, our internal clocks kind of work. And so when that's all messed up, um, there, we are like heavily affected by lightness and darkness. And so that kind of affects our mood. And then that causes seasonal affective disorder. And of course, everyone's situation is different, but depending or based on the research kind of that I have been doing on this, um, that's kind of what I have found to be like the most common, um, reason for SAD or seasonal affective disorder. And so in terms of kind of treating this, um, it's interesting because when I was reading this, I was like, oh my God, I have one of these. And so 
one thing that you can do to help treat it is light therapy. And what that is, is exactly what you think it is. It is um, exposing yourself to more sunlight or just more light in general. And so I was having a really difficult time last semester and my dad sent me this light box and I honestly did notice a little bit of a difference um, in terms of like my mood and just how I was feeling overall and typically it does take like a decent amount or not a decent amount of exposure but um, like what I'd like to do is I will sit at my desk and I'll like have my light on while I do work or something just to create like have like a prolonged exposure to it um, in comparison to like a normal desk lamp and I also just want to point out that it's not something where you're going to turn it on and be like oh my god I feel so much better like it does take a little bit of time um, to kind of adjust to it and like maybe even a week or two or three and so you know sometimes it, it does you know, depend. And it also depends on the, the severity also of um, the seasonal affective disorder. And another thing that some people do when they choose to go to therapy for seasonal affective disorder is they may receive a certain type of therapy that's called CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. And I have brought that up before. Um, and basically, it just means that if you change the way you think, you can change the way you feel and just kind of really emphasizes that connection between your um, cognitive mindset and your cognition and then how that relates to your behavior and yeah, and so then another kind of way that um, people also treat it is occasionally through medication. Um, and so sometimes one type of medication that people use are SSRIs, which are selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And so, um, as I mentioned earlier, some people experience lower levels of serotonin. And so what this medication does is if it is an SSRI, um, kind of instead of it keeps... Um, it keeps serotonin from being t like taken back up into the neurotransmitter, if that makes sense. And so there's more levels, there's higher, there's like a more normal level um, of serotonin rather than having it be reuptaken, reuptook. Oh my God, that is such bad English. But if that kind of makes sense, um, it kind of regulates the levels of serotonin. I was just trying to be scientific and I clearly wasn't because I did not use any fancy words. Um, but yeah, those are kind of some ways that it is treated. But if you are someone who's struggling, just maybe, as, and, and I know right now it's really hard too with COVID and everything. And um one cool thing that I've seen is a lot more people like taking walks like in the morning or at night or in the afternoon or whatever. Um, and so like that's one way to expose yourself to more sunlight and kind of get more like natural light therapy if that's something. And another thing too um, that we get from sunlight is vitamin D. I know one of my friends loves to take vitamin D and I actually totally forgot about that until recently and I was like, oh my God. And so I actually found some um, vitamin D that I have that I'm going to start taking that again and just seeing if I notice a difference and I will let you guys know. Um, but those are just some kind of like treatment ideas. Um, if you're looking for a way or if you've started to kind of notice some mood shifts, um, know that, you know, maybe, you know, this might be a reason why you never know if you're someone who's always struggled with this. Also, it's not just like, Oh, you know, this year I kind of feel a little like I've noticed a difference. Like, oh it happened like right around you know the mood or the seasons changing um 
yes, maybe that could be it, but it also, like, in order to get diagnosed with this, it does have to be persistent for, um, I believe, like, two years of experiencing this, and so always remember, like, not to self-diagnose. It's always something you should go to a doctor for if it is something that you are seriously struggling with. Um, if it's not, and it's maybe a loved one, and you're just trying to learn, like, more about it, I hope this kind of gave a little bit more insight on it. Um, people who experience this do sometimes experience really extreme or not extreme, but like, I, I mean, again, I, I guess occasionally extreme forms of like, or symptoms of depression. And so, you know, they may experience those feelings of loneliness and just social isolation and not feeling worthy and loss of appetite or increase in appetite and just struggling with their sleep cycles and struggling to feel validated. Um, and so if you know someone who struggles with it, just please reach out to them and make sure that they're doing okay. And even if they seem like they're doing fine, a lot of people who do truly struggle are not super open about it um, or are really good at hiding it. Um, and most people who struggle with any <laughs> mental health thing in general um, are pretty good about keeping it to themselves. And so um, please just be aware of that. And it's always better to be like, if you need anything, let me know kind of person, you know, rather than just be like, oh, well, they seemed fine um, because you truly never know. And it's always good for them to say, like, just to know that they have you as an option. Um, but I hope that this also like for anyone who's struggling kind of gives you a little bit of direction and where to go if you're like, I don't know what the heck is going on or I don't know what to do. Um, again, I'm not a professional. I do study psych and I sometimes experience this. That's kind of where I'm coming from. I did do some research, but I hope that it kind of gave some um, insight to this and also gave more validation to it because I think a lot of people did not think that this was an actual disorder or something that is like actually diagnosable and it totally 100% is. So you are validated in it. It is something that does actually happen. And yeah, it's one of those things um, that just needs to be talked about more often and recognized. And I think especially it will as people are becoming more and more reliant on mental health resources as we all experience the effects of social isolation and stuff just due to COVID. I did do an episode on social isolation and stuff like that um if you want to go listen to that and yeah i have a lot of really fun upcoming topics that i want to talk about and people that i want to bring on this podcast as always thank you guys for listening to what i have to say i appreciate each and every one of you i hope that you know that you are loved you are enough you are worth it and you are exactly where you are supposed to be right now even if it does or does not feel like it um, hang in there during these times with COVID and all that. We're all there for each other. We're all going through this. Um, and yeah, I'll continue to kind of share what I've learned and yeah, send me ideas of things you guys want me to talk about or things you like seeing. You can follow my Instagram at my brave brain podcast and I will see you all next week.